Can our intro for this movie just be like five minutes of cars driving around with nothing happening? I've never had a movie that was also a sedative. <laughs> have you ever? Have you, ever, have you uh, Beethoven, ever? Beethoven 2. Beethoven 2nd. No, there was more going on. It, it wasn't. It, like, okay, there's other movies that have as much going, like, have, have as little going on as this, or even less. But this one was, this one put me to sleep. Like, this one, I, I felt like I took a tranquilizer and <laughs> watched this movie. <sighs> so, what you're saying is, we have stumbled upon an ancient relic that is the main cause for lethargy and human beings and this that like and that of... and that we need to find some sort of a nazi evil scientist <laughs> to give it to voiks do you remember how we wrote on our hands before the start of this podcast to not talk about adolf hitler fuck yeah <laughs> shit you're already fucked up man books of adolf hitler in this movie. wait was there two there were two there was mein kampf and then there was a book about adolf hitler oh was there an actual mein kampf i just saw the adolf hitler one they featured it Maybe. prominently it was it very was prominent just for like, like no reason so for, yeah for context this is just a scene where like there's two characters talking in an office and one picks up a book and starts just kind of flipping through it, and it's like they zoom in on the book, and the book's just Adolf Hitler, and you're like, uh, um, "Is this re- relevant?" Like they don't we... ever talk um, about it. It's just no. there. Nope. There's just hey, hey, kids, you want to know about Hitler? Anyway, I'm Boyks. This is Ilion. Uh... We're here for rough cuts. This is apparently our fun comedy detective movie. <laughs> I wrote down a lot more notes than this movie deserves, as I said. I wrote down half a page. And I wrote down in those notes, I wrote every joke in the movie. Um, There were jokes? Yep. Uh, I wrote that there was the scene where Chevy Chase, as a small dog, is chased by a big dog. And then he comes back later with, like, talking to the big dog and being like, Oh, and see, that's why... uh, we should be friends and things and they're they're just kind of like having a normal conversation quote unquote and then he gets like the doorman to lock the dog out another big dog out yeah that was a a joke it it wasn't okay i didn't say it was a good joke i said it was a joke it had it there was a little bit of delivery and stuff in it it was obviously intended to be a joke because like there's nothing else that i can even see as being intended to be a joke and then the other one is Chevy Chase himself. Yes, yes. So so this movie is called Oh Heavenly Dog. Fuck. It it's an official Benji movie, right? So this is from the Benji director, the Benji writer. It stars one of the Benjis. It's they literally call them Benji. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, God. That was better. Listen, that's as much of a joke as anything in this fucking film. Wait. Wait. 
I'm on board's team slide whistle now. This movie's done that to me. That feels like comedy goddamn gold after this. We were talking about this during the film with Chevy Chase, and I think the American public and Hollywood in general have been tricked at some point in time into thinking that Chevy Chase is both a good actor and funny. And he's not either of those things. He's just monotonous, boring, and a weird pervert asshole. Yep. And yeah. every single movie we see with him, because apparently he had to do two talking dog movies in his fucking career. Uh, yeah. He's just, it's just him. He's not acting. He's just being Chevy no. Chase. And it's weird. They put a camera in front of him and he becomes a weird, creepy pervert like he always is. And he delivers all of his lines like this. And he talks like that in the movie for the whole time. And it's it's so awful. Like, for example, there will be a scene where, like that I said about the big dog chasing him. Like, there's a, yeah. a big dog chasing the little dog and, like, barking and growling and all this kind of stuff. And he comes around the corner and sees the big dog and he goes, oh, shit. And then the dog runs away. Like, that's yeah, that's it, his surprise, scared reaction. His line delivery is like, oh, shit, I can't deal with this right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, then he, well, and then that'll he, be yeah. like a serious moment where he's like in physical danger. Like, Omar Sharif will shoot at him. And he'll be like, oh, no, I might get caught. Like, and that's literally the line delivery. And then there's a minute, like, a, a few minutes later, he'll try and do, like, a joke thing, like, when he's talking to the dog yeah. afterwards, and they're, like, trying to have a normal conversation. He goes, so you better lock that dog out because it's chasing me. I, it's, and, not, like, and his, his, it's not just Chevy, though. It's, like, no. all non-Omar Sharif characters. Yes. Which which is 100% the writer and director and that, yeah. that makes me believe that the Benji director is a sham. And I cannot believe that from B B Benji <laughs> director. I, I've never seen a Come on, there's a, a movie, movie called Benji the Hunted. And I, now we need to see that I because it's called Benji, Benji the Hunted. The Hunted. <laughs> it's got like vaporwave text over it. That's got to be a brilliant With what looks like a completely fake poster that was made in Photoshop. About Benji falling into the woods and leading a bunch of, like, stray wild cats around while being Cougars, hunted yeah. by another animal. Yep. And I can't help but imagine that it's the most boring piece of shit ever <laughs> after watching this. Yeah, that's true. After watching this, I... I hmm. It has to be. There's no way. I... Uh... There's been movies that we've seen. This movie has some semblance of plot it has some semblance of like omar is a good actor yeah it like he's a fantastic actor uh even in this piece of shit film he actually he, does a good job he puts in the most effort out of yeah. all the actors for sure and it, it shows every scene he's in i'm like oh shit it's omar this is great yeah omar <laughs> sharif is a fantastic actor yeah and like the there's it's generally really flatly shot, and there's the boom mic keeps falling into a I, lot of the frames. There's so many boom mic scenes. But, like, also, at the same time, it's not 
But it's not like some of the films where we've seen where they do action shots of the dog running around and it starts going at one frame per second because the cameras can't even keep up with the the speed of the dog. So, like, it's stuttering and stuff. Like, we didn't get shit like that. Do you know what I no. mean? Like, we didn't get... There's not, like, uh, sound issues like in Love on a Leash where it's just unlistenable and then loud as hell and like back and forth like that like it's it's very um it's very poorly shot and very flat shots like it it feels like i said like the b team of a murder she wrote like if everybody that was filming murder she wrote got sick on a day and they had to call <laughs> in like emergency relief murder she wrote uh right. people to like direct it and like hold boom mics and shit it feels like that. So it's like an incompetent TV show, but it's still not like total indie garbage. But yet somehow it's still just so much worse than everything we've watched in a lot of ways. It's so boring somehow. It has a sense of competence and yeah. incompetence at the same time. Like mm -hmm. the, the studio that did the recording... Uh, the television studio they hired, because it was definitely not a movie studio. God, the the no, television no. studio they hired on the cheap knew how to at least take shots. They didn't know how to light shit. Definitely. No, it's flat. It's, flat <laughs> it's all flat garbage lighting. But they, they knew how to take shots. They knew how to make, like, scenes work. And, yeah, it and flows. And not look awful. I mean, they weren't great, but they weren't awful. But there was clearly no passion. And no. it, it was just another day in the studio. Let's phone it in. Let's just finish our work, go home, and make our our aspic, you know, jello mold meatloaf <laughs> afterwards. From the 70s, yeah. Because that's what 100% the people that were making this. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Am I supposed to care? You didn't care. Why are we, why are we here? <laughs> what brought us to this moment? I think that maybe why this movie is so boring, because it is, yeah. it, I think it's the most boring film that we've watched. Like, it, it's bad for how tiring it is. But I think that what it might be is that, like, the scenes flow and stuff, but everybody's, I think there's two things. Everybody talks in a monotone voice like this at about that pace and cadence but then also it is a murder mystery it's supposedly a comedy but it's not there's no jokes in this no so the other side of it is that it's like a romantic murder mystery thing and chevy chase is a hard-boiled detective whatever but it was what 15 minutes into the film they show the murder scene and they yes. show like they show hands and feet and then, like, a stab, like, and you're like, they, oh, no, so like, a, who is classic, it? Yeah, in a classic yeah. murder mystery, especially made for television. If you're, mm -hmm. you're going to do it for television, you need to have certain shots. So you have a shot where the character's back is turned, and somebody with gloves wearing something that's hiding their arms and and whatnot is stabbing them or shooting them, and they're in dark lighting, so you can't see it, and then it cuts you cut, yeah. you go to the next scene, the murder has been established. In this, they show him wearing gloves, they start to do the establishing shot, they're like, yeah, we're a murder thing, we watched Columbo once. 
Mm-hmm. And, and then and then they fucking zoom in on Omar's face. They're like, it was Omar. <laughs> like three yeah, seconds well, after. Yes, like right afterwards, they go back to the crime scene and he's <laughs> just on. like they show like the murderer dip into it. Like so <laughs> Chevy Chase gets reincarnated as a dog to solve his own murder. Sure. Um, I'll get back to that in a minute because I have some things to talk about with that. But he goes back to the crime scene and the crime scene, oh God, it's so bad. There, Everybody's walking in and out of it, all the different characters just kind of like mm-hmm. walking in and out of this crime scene even though there's like an outline of a body on the floor. Only one body even though there one. were two murders. Yeah, because Chepi got uh, murdered and woman got murdered. Yeah, woman, woman got, he was hired to protect gets murdered yeah. and then uh, Chevy Chase gets murdered when he goes to check on her. And so, but they only have one body outline, which is amazing. But he mm-hmm. comes back as a dog, and you see, like, murderer duck into the closet, like or, like, somebody duck into a closet. Yeah. And it just shows, like, the shoes, and then the door closes. And you're like, ooh, that must be the murderer. And then the door of the closet opens slightly, and Omar's face peeks through, and he's, like, looking around the room, and you're like, oh, okay, so it Omar did it. That's That's the thing? And yeah, that's that's the whole thing. Is it's like, yeah, that's it. They didn't. There's no mystery. It's just him. And like even before that, Chevy Chase is in <laughs> heaven, accounting area, or whatever, getting to be reincarnated as a dog. And they're like, "Oh, you need to solve your own murder." And they pass him a newspaper, and he was hired by Omar to protect this woman. And then it's like, "Oh, like Chevy Chase murdered her in a murder suicide." Like Chevy Chase's character. I don't even know what his name is. Holy shit. Uh, his um, name's Chevy Brown? Chase. Wait, it's Brown. It's Brown. Some, his last name yeah. is Brown, I think. Um, but anyways. So Just Chevy like Chase, movie. It was very brown and boring. <laughs> yeah. He gets set up for the murder. So it's like the, the headline is like, oh, like he murders the woman in like a murder-suicide or something. I don't know. Something like that. And he goes, oh, yeah, because it was like her and her lover get killed. Sure. And then he's like, oh, no, he set me up. So like right there, it's like, okay, so... There you go. I solved the murder. <laughs> like, there you go. It's that guy. The guy that hired me and set me up for this. It was him. So, and hey, look. That's the whole movie. It was him. It was Omar Sharif the whole time. Because the movie tells you that. Like, five, five fucking I minutes into the movie. It just Where's takes the, the mystery? It takes the wind out of the sails of the entire attempted plot. Like, so let, let's talk about murder mystery a little bit, because uh-huh. I'm a big fan of Agatha Christie movies and, and books, Poirot, I'm a big fan of Sherlock Holmes, Murder, She Wrote's fucking great, I've actually never seen Columbo, but you're a big I've Columbo fan. I've watched so much Columbo, I so, loved Columbo as a kid. So, so let's talk about, here's how Agatha Christie sets up a murder mystery. So you're on a train, and there's the detective in the room with one of the characters there's like six other characters you introduce all the characters they all have different quirks and then night happens there's a loud yell somebody dies in one of the rooms and none of the characters could have been in that room right so Mm -hmm. so now you're going to each character you're talking to them they're giving little details about their character why they're there who they're there for and then eventually as it goes on and on you're like wait it wasn't one character it was all of them and that's the twist and you're like it it slowly builds you know and well and like little pieces of the story don't add up like it's kind of like there's little like person seems innocent but then why are they like like you need to be. Why engaged, are they in this room, right? like looking, looking for notes or something? Like they'll be, they'll be yeah. caught doing something weird, and you're like, 
wait, I thought that person was innocent. It seemed like they had a really good alibi. Why are they doing this? And you're like, then so-and-so like almost certainly did the murder. Like they had like the gun yeah. in the room or something. And you're like, but this other person's doing this weird thing. So why are they doing that? Is it that they're also investigating? Are they trying to hide something separate? Did they plant the gun? Like you get little bits and pieces of things like that that kind of don't quite add up. And like, like, or a person might even be not suspicious, but then you find out, wait, they knew this person three years ago. How did they randomly wind up in the same location? That like, was exactly like that. the thing that like, I was going to bring up. Yeah. That is exactly the thing I was going to bring up because the number one thing for like the difference between this, like as a really good way to highlight that is that in this film, Chevy Chase in the opening credit sequence bumps into a woman. Mm-hmm. They, like literally, they fall. They fall into each other, and he asks her out, and that's his love interest for this film. He gets killed right afterwards, and never sees her again. Never goes on the date with her. Nothing, but like he bumps into her on the street, and then she comes back, and she's in the apartment when he gets resurrected because she's an author looking into this murder mystery because she wants to do a uh, like into this murder because she wants to do right. a book around it and so she's investigating it and you're like that's mm. a really weird coincidence that like she's connected to all of these people and it's nothing they never bring it up it doesn't mean anything it's just she's there because she's there it's simply plot contrivance and that fucking sucks like, like they what they murder send mystery- a- yeah, they yeah, set up so that, that she could be the murderer, and she's not. She's just person. Or, like, involved in some weird way. Yeah. Like, they could do... They, there's so many ways that you could do that where it's, like, there would be some kind of interesting twists around why she's involved in this, why she knows Chevy Chase, why she, like, knows the... You know why she's interested in this particular murder? Because like, there's, there's not no even any reason for that. Though. There's she's no reason for that at all. She just goes in there and she goes, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm an author, and oh, I, I guess that I should investigate this because I want to." And it's like, well, wait, wait why? Like, is there some reason it's, for it? No, it's like a not very stupid Jessica Fletcher. Yep. Like, everything is yeah. Everything yeah. is set up that way though. Like everything is plot contrivance. Because why is Chevy Chase resurrected to solve his own murder? Well, because they needed that Star Wars scene. (laughs) But besides that, (laughs) there's no reason. Yeah, they actually very literally, the heaven heaven accountant guy holds out the most literal laser pointer of all time. And I guess, was that a joke? Should I write that in as a joke? I guess. It's a gag. He just picks up a, a, a... stamp it was a stamp yeah and he uses it as a pointer but he like presses a button on the side of it and it makes it's not like a uh like parody of the lightsaber noise no it's very literally the exact lightsaber effect and noise 100 percent. and he just like goes here's the way that the you know like look at this map yeah it's like very self-aware that it's doing that, and I don't know why. There's no reason for it. There's no joke in it. The idea to put the tarp over it was Gary Busey's. Was that? We had yeah. it for Star Wars. Uh, I'm You're sorry. What? At the intermediate destination evaluation Are... What? <laughs> Is this a joke? Not, you will go up to your ultimate reward. I. Or down to eternal damnation. But how did you get the <laughs> licensing? Let's talk about the heaven. The heaven part is fucking weird. 
Well, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, okay, so Chevy Chase dies. He goes to quote unquote heaven, which is the super way over lit, blown out white room, whatever. And, and there's there's an accountant old man uh, at a desk who's like, "Hello, welcome to heaven. Yes, today you're going to. Oh, uh, looks like you're gonna." Uh, be stuck in here for how many years? Oh, wait, no. I guess we're gonna have to revive you because you need to solve your own murder. Oh, and I have a lightsaber. <laughs> He's, like, pointing yep. at a projector. I don't, like, it's just nonsensical fucking what? Yeah, and, like, Chevy Chase's character he doesn't go, like, well, why do I need to solve my own murder? No. There's nothing <laughs> about that. He doesn't make any mention of it, why they need to do it. There's no, like, another film... Other films like this would say, like, oh, you have 72 hours to go back and solve your own murder and be a better person, or you're going to hell! Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a, a reason for it? Like, I guess. But there's nothing. There's absolutely zero said about why he would need to go back and do this. There's no time li- limit on it. There's no there's, rules around there's it. There's technically nothing. a time limit, because they're like, hey, if you don't it, solve this and. 48 hours or whatever, you'll have to stay in the dog until it dies normally. No, 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 no. That's, that's later, later on. That's way, way later in the movie. And yeah. they don't even say that. He just says, uh, oh, well, we're just going to have to take you back to heaven. And he doesn't say why. He just goes like, oh, well, you're done. And he's like, well, but I'm so close to getting this solved. And he's like, no, you decided that you don't need to be here. And he's like, well, I want to stay and, and solve the murder. And he's like, well, then you're just going to have to wait until the dog's life dies. Like, there's no actual time limit on that either. There's no rules around yeah. it. They just bring it up as the guy wants to take him back to heaven. And there's, again, no explanation as to why that's happening. Like, I, there's never... The plot moves forward, but it doesn't make it in any reasonable sense other than we want the plot to move forward. There's no logical steps from one thing to the next at all. It just does it because it needs to do it. I think I've been broken because I'm about to say what I think I'm about to say. And I think Quigley did this better. Yeah. And I feel bad about saying that, but it did. It had rules around it. There was a reason for him coming back. He had to be a better person. Like it, at least there was that kind of establishment. There's no establishment as to why Chevy Chase wants to solve this, why he cares, why like, if there's any time limit or repercussions, if he doesn't do it, if there's any reward, if he does succeed on it, there's none of it. Absolutely nothing. There's zero reason or motivation for any of these characters to do any of this. And I'm getting angry thinking about it because it's so dumb. Isn't Chevy's motivation to be a weird pervert to woman he met like five minutes ago? (sighs) Yes. That's his motivation, right? He just wants to jump in the bathtub and watch her strip in the, you know, bathroom. Which is a thing that we get, because of course we fucking do. Twice. Chevy Chase sees, <laughs> yeah. She starts getting naked because he goes back to the apartment with the woman who's the author, because of course he bumps into her arbitrarily, as everything happens in this movie, uh-huh. uh, it, at that apartment like where the murder happened, and then he just follows her home and she takes him in. And then he every time that she's like changing for a day, he's like, ooh, baby, I get to see some tits. And follows her around, and it's super, super creepy and gross and weird. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of uncomfortable scenes of guys touching women's, like, knees and thighs. Yes. There is a lot of that. And Chevy Chase always is like, 
yeah. interrupting to stop them from touching her because he's jealous. That, and, well, it could be a good scene of him stopping them if he wasn't also a weird pervert. Yeah. It's That's exa- the problem. I know. It's like it's he's right to stop them because they're being gross, weird perverts. But the reason that he's stopping them isn't to stop them from being gross, weird perverts. It's because he's jealous that they get to do it and not him, which sucks worse. It sucks. It sucks so much. Everything about this is yeah. stupid. There's at least there's also a weepy, uh, creepy woman pervert in this as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the German. We're back to Germans. We said don't talk about. It. Oh God! <laughs> there's the we're talking about the fucking. It's always the Germans. She's like a stereotypical German. Yeah, in heaven, in heaven, there is angry German yeah. lady who's the stereotype of who. No, really you must wants... stay in line. You have to. Yeah, she really wants to bone the champion. Yeah, then she's got like buns on the side of her head, and. and... Okay, Boyd, mm-hmm. explain the scene as to mm-hmm. why she wants the bone Chevy Chase and how they set that up. Uh, because, um, because he doesn't want to be reincarnated as a dog, so she's gonna stay and fuck him in heaven instead. But he's grossed out by her, so now he's going to be reincarnated as a dog. I think is that right? Uh, there's no setup for it again, right? Like there. She's like, sitting there and she's angry German lady and she goes, yeah. oh, you're, you must stay here for six to seven months. And he's like, oh, well, no, they said that I was reincarnated today. And she goes, oh, fine. And she like does this whole thing and she's obviously like upset and angry at him. And then he goes like, well, I don't want to be reincarnated as a dog. And she just 180. Yeah, she's like, oh, well, let's fuck that. In one second, she goes, oh, you no want to be dog? Oh, well, you're a very sexy man. I take you in the back. And like, and then she's it's like, wait, what? She hated him. Literally. 0.5 seconds before this and there's no reason for the turnaround at all like there's nothing it's just because it's i really guess joke? weird well the best joke? part about that is scene a joke is when the scene ends she's just like all right we're done and then walks I off. Did, yes, <laughs> I, it's so good she she like is yeah. smiling oh i'm sexy german lady i want you and then she, he like steps into this chamber to be reincarnated yeah and her face just drops and she like walks away really like Angry She's, and like, monotone. The actress is just done with that scene. And I'm like, yeah, I was going to say, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's where they were supposed to cut before that. Yeah. And she was just like, done. She does not want to be near Chevy Chase and just hated being knit with him at all. And it just shows in. She didn't have to act. She's just, oh God, get me away from fucking Chevy Chase, please. <laughs> uh, <sighs> there were two good scenes in the whole movie that I liked. Uh, one is yes. Benji using a rotary phone with a pencil and that was fucking adorable and yes. actually impressive mm-hmm. and, and really impressive and they didn't use any fake da- dog paws like benji was just nope. good at acting in this we movie always and doing say, stuff. we always say that movies need more fake dog paw and i'm wrong because this movie has benji like with its actual paw like the real dog running up to intercoms and like pressing the button and yeah. like barking into it kind of thing and like doing things like that like it uses a phone with its paw it does all kinds of things it's amazing and and like when the dog's supposed to be scared it looks scared when it's like uh you know being aggressive and like confronting people it's like oh shit yeah benji's acting this is good i like there are this. two actors in this movie Omar and Benji, and yeah. everybody else is just kind of walking through the movie and going through the motions. They, they had a and scene with Chevy Chase on all fours, and it was fucking boring. <laughs> that, right? Right? <laughs> they took like, that from us. 
They they had Chevy Chase on all fours holding a necklace <laughs> that was part of like the murder yeah, mystery in his, in his mouth. mouth. And it was totally boring and forgettable. How? How, how did they that? make every like, scene of this movie boring and forgettable? How did Quigley do this better? I'm so mad. I do <laughs> like I, I do want to mention though again, just like I want to impress upon everybody that this director the one thing that i think that he's very good at is he is uh or like the people that he worked with like that he hires that he knew man they are good dog trainers and stuff yeah Holy yeah yeah shit benji does and they focus on it a lot that's the one thing that this movie does very very well i think that it has the best dog scenes as far as like stunts and stuff goes out of any movie that we've seen by far i i mean Shaggy D.A. had some good dog stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's man and dog suit. That doesn't count. I mean, it rules. It was the best shit, but it's not really a dog. <laughs> when you get, the dog wasn't actually roller skating. Boy. That was man and dog suit. Wait, what? Whoa. I hate to, to break it to you. That was a man in a dog suit, or God a damn. woman in a dog suit, or somebody. Uh, or somebody in a dog suit. Why would you ruin that for me? <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you, Santa's not real, too. You when son they had of a the, bitch! I saw that movie. When they had the elf and Santa stole our dog, it wasn't real. It was CGI and dancing in front of a no. person. They were throwing candy over. It wasn't a real elf. I'm sorry. Uh, the 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 second scene that was really good was Umbrella Grandma hitting Omar on the back of his. Oh head. right, yeah. Omar Sharif goes to like fucking kill Benji. He's so like gonna Grandma strangle him and... or something. Yeah. yeah. He was do doing a bad thing to the dog, and so a Grandma comes over and starts beating the hell out of him, and that was great. Cause yeah, fuck Omar for doing that. Bad Omar. I don't know yeah. a single character's name. Do you remember I just know them the, by their actors? What's, what's the name of the the main character who is the investigator author woman? Uh, woman. Yes, that is correct. That's, that's, that's her the name. answer I was looking for. It's that's woman. also her personality and her plot line. Yeah, she her her hobbies are uh, dating every man who asks her out. <laughs> Every single man. She goes on, what, four or five dates in this movie, right? There are only, almost as many dates in this movie as Love on a Leash. <laughs> she, every man that yeah. she meets, within five minutes of seeing them, she talks to them and they go, ooh, would you like to go out? And she goes, yeah, I'm free Saturday. And yeah, then they just right. sit down and have, like, wine at her apartment. There's always a scene of that, like, right afterwards. It's like... Like, what is this woman doing? She's supposedly a, a author, a writer. And in, let's say, a better show slash movie, you would see, like, Jessica Fletcher in her office, going through papers, doing research, like, writing. And like, finding little pieces of something. newspaper clippings that would, like, match up, like, timelines and stuff that people were talking about. Where she'd yeah. be, like, looking at a newspaper and somebody would be like, oh, like, because in this they meet in the Swiss Alps. I don't know why. I don't know. There's something that matters about that. But it's like, where she'd be like, wait, did they say the 80s? And you look at, like, the paper and it's like, ooh, like, no, it said, like, 79. So, like, oh, the years don't match. Do you know what I mean? Like, there'd be something, something. like that. Right? Yeah, like, there'd but, be a little she's clue. Not, she's not a writer, though. She just records things on... Like, she's more a reporter, I guess. Or, like, an but, interviewer. 
That's all she does Not is even, interview people. It, kind of, but she doesn't even really do that. She just kind of... It, it shows her wander from scene to scene, and then every time that she wanders into a scene, she meets a man, they ask her to go out, she goes on a date with them, and yeah. like she just happens to be in the places where things happen afterwards. Like, there's no real reason for her to be... She's never going somewhere to investigate it, it feels like. It's always just... She's just, she's just wandering kind of around, there. yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of her day-to-day life, but her day-to-day life coincidentally brings her into contact with all of the specific things that would happen, mostly because Benji is also doing investigating, and he does a little bit more, and she's, like, following the dog, or the dog keeps kind of, like, coming towards her because Chevy Chase is a weird, creepy pervert and wants to be around her. There's yeah. there's a lot of statue dicks, boobs, and asses in this movie. Um, yeah, and I don't yeah. know why. Why are you going with <laughs> there? Is, there I'm, is, but I don't I'm know thinking why. About, I'm thinking about the art gallery because she goes yeah. to the art gallery later on, and the entire art exhibit is just like boobs everywhere, yeah. mm-hmm. and I, it's weird. Well, I mean, that's like, art exhibits, though. It. I guess, but like the I'm, j- I'm so, joking. This movie doesn't uh, understand art exhibits. The like, people at the art exhibits are a woman who talks like this, and then like so a bunch of guys that are very yeah, and then a bunch of guys that are obviously made out to be very homophobic stereotypes, and then like they go, "Ooh, look at the twins are here," and they have like the weird like people that are dressed in strange fashion that look identical, and like. That's what they think all artists are. That that's the scene. That's yeah. I don't know if that's supposed to be a joke or if that's what they actually think art is and art it, galleries are. Yeah, it, it's like what Harvester thinks art is. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. reference. It's God. It, that's a deep cut, but it's it, it's that kind of thing. Like it's it's a facile, stupid generalization of what like the regular masses think high art is. And they think that it's all just, like, weird, postmodern, like, disembodied boobs and butts. Because art is only about sex. And that's but what even, it is. Like, even outside of that, when when Chevy's yeah. walking into the office where woman one gets murdered, mm-hmm. um, there's a scene where he's, he's opening the door and they're like, they're not gonna, oh God, they're shooting this so shitty, there's just a door on a wall, and they kind of, like, look through the the crack in the door to see what's through it but then like when he's walking in i'm like wait is that a dick and there's just this like erect statue dick at eye level next to him yeah and he turns around he's like oh god a penis (laughs) and then like there's no reason for that is that that's not part of like the artsy schmartsy thing that's just a dick joke right like that's what's weird about it to me there's no joke there, though, because he goes in, it's yeah. next to him. It doesn't even, like, zoom in so that it's next to him and you can't, like, like a, don't get me wrong, it's not a good joke, but, like, a scary no, movie or something, right? Like, a, that level of just really dumb, stupid comedy would have it where, like, there's a dick floating next to his head and he doesn't realize it kind of thing. But yeah. then what they would do is they would do, like, a tight shot of it and, like, have it that he's totally unaware and then he'd turn and do like the reaction yeah he doesn't even do that there's no like tight shot of it it stays flat far away and he kind of looks over and he goes oh dick and then he like turns away and that yeah he's just like what like it's weird reaction to it is so mild 
it's more weird that he acknowledged it than anything yeah. else. And but what I'm getting at is this movie has this weird like uh I guess repressed Christian sexual tone to it. And yeah. Yeah. it's just I see what you're saying. I don't know if that's the the writer director. It has to be. But like why? For what purpose? It I, it has to be for like a comedic purpose. But it just feels fucking out of There's place no and weird. There's no comedy in this film. I have never seen a movie with less comedy. Like, there's nothing. I cannot impress upon people how little comedy there is in this. Like, I, not I, even yeah. bad comedy. Not even like, oh, this is a, a joke and it falls flat. There's not even attempts. Like, I can't even think of scenes where it was attempting to be funny i i had to go on twitter to remind myself what a joke was and then oh, laugh God. that's that's the best part about this movie <laughs> so it doesn't it's a murder mystery comedy that has no comedy no and mystery solves the murder mystery in the first five fucking seconds of the movie yeah i you know you said that quigley does a better job of this as far as like the reincarnation of the dog thing I would yeah. also like to put to you that Scooby-Doo does a better job of doing a murder mystery because there's actual mystery and, like, a, a, a case-solving and stuff and a twist in it. Jinkies! Look, it's Scrappy-Doo! James Gunn's weird fursona pee fetish! <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, at least... Yeah... Yeah, uh, there's more. I would rather watch James Gunn weird fursona pee fetish again than see this. Are, are you saying you want to see nonsense. Omar? You want to see Omar Sharif open his chest and Scrappy Doo pop out at the end of this movie? Because that would actually be good. And then <laughs> pee on Benji. Yeah, yeah then pee on like pee on woman. Because <laughs> that's what would happen. Like, okay, uh, so whatever. I would rather see that. It, it listen. Yeah, I'm in. So I. I guess the main plot of the film is they steal a necklace from her, which is important because reasons. Uh, uh, it's because I okay. So I've I pe I pieced together enough. I pieced together enough. Okay. Um, Omar is the assistant to another weird like it's like vanilla future pudding prime of a minister man. man. Yeah, that they sure. go like, oh, he might be the future prime minister. So they want him to be a politician, and he's like the assistant to this man. That man was involved in a affair with this woman, in an affair with this woman. Right. And, they did, and Omar didn't want it to get found out, so he murders her, so they did, she doesn't talk about it, and then sets up Chevy Chase to be the lover instead, and steals a necklace that she had on her that connects him, at, like the prime minister guy. Right, because he gave it to her. As lovers. Okay, I yeah, understand exactly. That. As lovers. That's the plot. Okay. Yeah. That, that, they were very it. bad at representing what the plot was. <laughs> I'm gonna point yeah, that out. Yeah, that's me piecing it together after thinking about it for yeah. the good twenty-five minutes that I had to take a break from this movie mm. afterwards. It's like the, the, the how point, long did I leave you for like after we I, finished? I wasn't this movie sure and I just you were said, coming back, to be honest. You could have done a small movie montage of me like staring out over the ocean, like <laughs> Wander, wandering around, like, just reflecting on life. Uh, that's what I had to do. I had to do that inside of my house for a while because I just needed a moment to just contemplate and let it just settle. Yeah, but so she she confronts 
the prime minister, but she's not. She's just interviewing him for fun because of her book. What happened? No, is... she's not even doing that. It's a date again. It's oh, she's dating date him. Again. Stop dating yes. everyone. So, it's another date. So she's on a date with him, I guess. And Benji rolls over with the necklace uh, to because of reasons. Because uh, he found it. It, it doesn't he, matter. He starts it's reacting nonsense. weirdly, and then Benji turns on the recorder or off the recorder. I don't he know. He turns on the recorder. To, to record his confession, but he didn't murder it. Omar just comes out and said, you didn't do it. I did. Ha ha. That was yes. the, the mystery the whole time. I did it. <sighs> For no fucking <laughs> reason. And it's like played like this big thing where he's like, aha, no, you think that it was the prime minister guy, but it was me. And it's like, Nobody, Nobody thought that actually, because you it was, fucking showed yeah. who did it right away. Five minutes in, you fucking. Yeah. And then he shoots woman who dies, and then we get the the yeah. the scene from Futurama where the dog is sitting, you know, outside of a shop for twenty years, listening to <laughs> walking on sunshine, <laughs> then, waiting for her to show back up, and she comes and, back and, as a cat. And she comes back as a cat, because the movie was about true love, and now they're together forever, is reincarnated dog and cat, and then they do a Homeward this... Bound Benji movie together or something, I don't fucking know. What was the goddamn point? This woman who he met for ten seconds, when at the beginning of the film, where he walked into her, and they literally fell over each other, and then he walked away, and it was a ten to fifteen second scene in interaction. And of course, he asks her on a date, and she says yes because she says yes to every goddamn she says yes man. To everything. She's woman, ladies, she's just woman, ladies. This is horseshit. <laughs> yes. Anyways, fifteen seconds in, he sees her like that. Then he gets murdered, and they never meet again. No. But she talked. She that's his true love, and they meet in the reincarnated afterlife of being dog and cat. Maybe this isn't about true love, but it's about him being her Obi Wan. Wait, can we wait? This does have a lightsaber. To, are we allowed can to we, make lightsaber references? Can we do can, this? can we bring this back to Star Wars for a second? I think this whole movie is a Star Wars reference. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm with you. Reel me in. You got it. Lay down the foundation, friend. So so Omar is the Emperor, right? He's like, uh -huh. yes, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go. You're evil, Chevy. <laughs> okay, so yeah, through, yeah. young Chevy. <laughs> well, he doesn't need to do that because Chevy Chase's evil is evident from, yeah. like, the get-go. Well, that's because of the darkness inside Luke, right? So Chevy's the darkness inside Luke, which is why they needed to have Luke's lightsaber show up when he went to heaven. It was, it was so you knew that this was a Star Wars reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, I, I get you. And then, like, right. she yeah. she's the other half of Luke, the good half. Yeah. And there's really nothing to that side of Luke, so it's kind of <laughs> bland and boring. The Just only like part Luke of that is the Star blue Wars. milk. Yeah, the blue milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the blue milk of Luke Skywalker. Yes. Okay. So... <laughs> I'm on Twitter now. I'm just, I'm just, I see. Much like we were for most of this film... God. So, we, so anyway, this, this movie <laughs> sucked out all the life for me, just like Star Wars. <laughs> God. Uh, it's, it's as dead of a husk as the most recent Star Wars films. Oh my god. Yeah. You know how Star Wars has been resurrected as a dead 
horrible husk like they did with Palpatine, where it's just a shriveled shell of its former itself. Yes. Yeah, this movie starts there. <laughs> <sighs> That's the way that it homages Star Wars the most, is that it's just already a shriveled husk of itself. I feel like we need to inform the Star Wars audience that this is a canon part of the Star Wars franchise. Oh, no. Because because it has a lightsaber in it, so Benji's there's no way yeah. there's no way it can't be a part of the Star Wars universe. And we need to get the the Star Wars fan base to buy up every VHS copy of Oh Heavenly Dog because it doesn't exist online for any sort of streaming or DVD or anything like that. So I was gonna say so all five need, copies that are available. Yeah, we we need to get the Star Wars fan base invested enough in this fucking movie that we can trick them sequel? into thinking that we need a <laughs> sequel. Yes! Yes! I God. need a Star Wars themed sequel of this without Chevy Chase. Please just don't put Chevy Chase. Stop, <laughs> but, stop bringing back Chevy Chase. But CGI but, in Omar Sharif if you no, have to. But no, don't bring just back put, Just put Benji in a robe and give him a lightsaber. <laughs> I'm so in that. for a Benji lightsaber murder mystery in Star Wars. Are you kidding me? This this dog is awesome. I really like this dog. I'm done talking about this movie. I don't care about <laughs> this movie. Fuck this movie. We sound like, okay, let's yeah. be honest. Be honest, boys. How much of this movie did you actually watch? Look, I was on Twitter for at least two-thirds of this movie, and I would say that's about... I should have had another third of that on Twitter. So. I don't know if he's lost. I just don't have him and no, don't know where he is. Right? That means he's lost. Uh, I'm going to stand up for a second. Yeah, do you just pause it? I need yeah, to I got to go to the bathroom too. So it's just oh like... my god, no. There's 40 minutes left. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I thought that we had like... I'm like, okay, we've got to have, like, 20, right? Like, it's got to be close. Look. Holy It's fuck. fine. I'll be right back. <laughs> God damn. Honestly, we got all of the scenes that mattered. Because most of the scenes of this movie are them... They will have a scene that is... She walks into the office to go and meet with uh, Chevy Chase's... Uh, partner to talk yeah. about his murder and find out where he, like uh one piece of information about him and it will go on for seven or eight minutes it's long and there's a lot of like five minute establishing shots too just have no point just to yeah in it. between there's five minutes establishing shots and then when she actually goes in like the scene could have been hey i'm here to see, interview uh, chevy chase's partner i know that he died in this murder and i wanted to see his office and then just her going into the office, grabbing the one piece of evidence, and then walking out. And it could have been that 30 seconds done, and it's like an eight-minute scene. Like, because she just sits there and she goes, Hi, are you the person that knew Chevy Chase? She goes, Oh, yes, I'm so sad that he's dead now. And it, it's that pace of fucking oh, dialogue. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> but it's that. It's that throughout the whole thing. And it, we just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I normally watch these while you walk away, 
I sat here and like was, tr I found myself just like wandering, like my eyes were like, staring at the, I was like looking, I was looking at the wall. I was looking at my whiteboard that I have in the room. Like I shit you not. I was just anything. I was like twiddling my, I've got a pen here and I was sitting here like twiddling it and like scratching off like the, the little logo on the pen. Cause it's like a hotel right. pen. So right. I was sitting there like scratching that off because it was more interesting than watching this fucking movie. Ah, but Benji, let's rate Benji. Benji right. is a what how would you rate Benji? Benji's very cute. Uh very good actor. I liked all of the scenes where Benji was doing like stunts and and cool things with like the phone and Benji was very good. I would give Benji a very solid 12 out of 10. Okay, I personally am going to give... Benji is a fantastic actor, um, a really, really solid, like, stunt dog, like we said. Like, probably yeah. the best dog actor that we know. Particularly because it's not Benji! This is a fraud! Zero out of ten! They <laughs> lied on the goddamn cover! This is the daughter of Benji! Fuck this movie! They lied! This dog lied to us, boys. It's not Benji! It acts it's like a Benji, fraud. It's, it's a not. Fraud. It's a fucking fraud! It's a fraud out of ten! Fuck this Benji! Although the cat at the end that rubs against Benji and, like, cuddles it that's really supposed cute. to be the woman yeah. is really, really cute. There's a really good moment of both the, like, cat and dog, like, playing with yeah. each other. It's awesome. Okay, the, the next most important uh, thing to rate in the movie is how would you rate the boom mics? I there were a dozen boom mic shots, right? At least, at least, at there least. Were a lot. It was like center frame too. There is more boom mic in this movie. Okay, so we said that Omar Sharif is the best actor in this movie. He also shows up for almost none of it. Like he's in very. He shows little. up about as much as the boom mic. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, does the boom mic have more screen time than Omar Sharif? Because I think it's close. <laughs> uh, yeah. If only we could have had Chevy Chase show up for that. I feel like since since much. we rated Chevy Chase the last time he was in a talking dog movie that we watched, I feel like we need to rate him again. I would give him the exact last frame of this movie, which is woof out of ten. Woof. He's a woof. Yeah, there's a just really good frame. Woof. Just the end shot woof. after all the credits roll. It just says woof. And Yeah, but that's... it's like a sarcastic woof. It's like woof. I can't believe oh, we yeah. watched this shit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's better than in Karate Dog. Cause he's they... not as like disgusting. He's, he's better he's better only because they didn't let him make a pedophile joke. I guess. That is literally, like, the only difference. Because he still he creeps on this woman the whole fucking movie, man. He follows her into the bathtub and, like, assaults her. Like, they even have it where she she strips and she's going into the bath. And he, like, runs around the corner and he's like, Ooh, I'm gonna get in trouble here. And you, like, hear her slip and fall because he, like, Ew. tackles her. Yeah. It's like, he's... Look, he sucks. He at sucks least, At least so we much. both can agree Benji's daughter is too good for this movie. <laughs> Oh, God, yes. And over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actress, I felt bad for this actress, too. She didn't deserve this, either. 
You do not show skin twice for you don't fucking Chevy Chase movie. Benji movie. No, not not for any Chevy Chase movie. Ugh. God, he's never. I am going to put this on on record. Chevy Chase has never done a good job in any film he's ever been in. Any movie that people like him in, they're either looking at it through nostalgia goggles, and if they went back and watched it, it wouldn't hold up. Or it's carried by other people like Bill Murray and Rodney Dangerfield. Because, man, Chevy Chase is the most unfunny piece of shit actor I've ever met. God, he sucks. I'm so done with him. We're not watching any more Chevy Chase movies. Thank you for watching Rough Cuts, everybody. That's the end. Fuck this movie. If you would like to join the anti-Chevy Chase coalition, please email us at roughcutspodcast. Is that right? Roughcutspodcast? And yep, I, roughcutspodcast at gmail.com. You can... Uh, we'll, is it we'll roughcutscast? Send you, Hold up. Just a second. Oh, shit. Uh, we will send you... Uh, roughcutscast at gmail.com. Our immense disappointment in Chevy Chase. <laughs> if you have any questions or suggestions or anything to distract us... From Chevy Chase, please send them to roughcutscast at gmail.com. Please, please do the world a favor and try to re- just distract people from Chevy Chase as much as possible. Just if he comes up in conversation, just please change the topic. Don't it's Chevy for, Chase. It's for everyone's good. This is a public health announcement. <laughs> Socially distanced from Chevy Chase. Even that's after, even a, yeah, that's before and after the virus. It. Just do it. It doesn't have to do with the virus. Just don't come within 10 feet of Chevy Chase. Everybody make an agreement that no matter what happens after this, that at least we'll stay 10 feet away from Chevy Chase at all times. Oh, God, I need that. <laughs> oh. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was another episode of Rough Cuts. Uh, we appreciate all of your uh, viewing, listening. Uh, all the tweets you send out, all of the thousands of dollars you send to our secret P.O. box. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more, say no more. And Patreon that we have, absolutely. Yeah, y'all should check out our Patreon. I, we do have okay, it. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mention it. this. I forgot to mention this in the podcast, but I literally bought this movie online set up a VCR, hooked it up to my computer through a AV to HDMI adapter to my capture card, recorded it on OBS, uploaded it to a video website so we could watch it together, and then screen shared it so we could do this movie for you. So there is there is a lot behind the scenes that goes into these podcasts, and we super appreciate all of the support. Yeah, you did a ton of work for this one, and wow, it was so it was not, not worth, worth it. You're never no. doing that again, huh? <laughs> Like, never again. I would never do that again. Thank you for doing it. That was a lot of work. Man, I wouldn't have fucking done it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm Um, just glad that I have you as a patsy to do this shit for me. (laughs) You fool. Uh, But, yeah. Go ahead and... uh... I guess like subscribe, keep, keep listening, share likes, all that stuff. yeah, all that stuff. It matters. And... It makes a big difference. Just sharing us out on Twitter is a big deal, and we do appreciate all the people that like send us emails, talk to us through Twitter, like retweet stuff. Uh, just it's really nice to have uh, some of that stuff. I know we have uh, our own personal discords for some of the other things that we do, and we've gotten some compliments in there that have been very, very kind, and it, it means a lot to us that anybody listens to this at all and has some fun with it. So. It, these movies are terrible and they suck to watch, but it makes it worth it to be able to know that somebody gets at least a little bit of a kick out of it. So we really do appreciate it when people mention it. 
All right. See you next time. There is one joke in this movie. Chevy Chase? There's only one thing that I know. <laughs> okay, there's two jokes in the movie. I needed that. I needed that.